Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything A. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by the UFA Cooperative and by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today we have an in-depth look at yesterday's provincial budget. We talk with the Minister of Agriculture on a 20% jump in his budget. We have farm reaction to the provincial budget, talking with the Western Canadian wheat growers, SARM, and APAS. There's also a look at the feeder cattle market. The farm weather's in its usual spot. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says yesterday's provincial budget provides significant funding increases for agriculture. Merritt says the agriculture budget totals $548 million. That's up 20%. He says there are PST exemptions for storage buildings for vegetable producers in the Outlook Irrigation District and for boats used in wild rice harvesting in northern Saskatchewan. He adds there's increased support for water development and improvements to crop insurance and municipal revenue sharing. We see a significant increase in our, in our funding envelope uh, with the federal government and ourselves. Uh, we saw you know about a 25% increase in the total funding package. Our budget this year is $548 million, an increase of nearly 20%. Uh, of that, $408 million is business risk management programming. Obviously, crop insurance falls into there and other insurance programs as well. So, And then uh, on our strategic initiative program, uh, we saw a 25% increase there to just under $90 million. Jim, that'll be uh, programs that we can do through that over the next five years. That's $89.8 million a year for the next five years. And there's programs like the Farm and Ranch Water Program are in there. Uh, just to give an example, that's one that everybody really knows about. And there's also some other initiatives that are going to be in there that are obviously going to deal with environmental impact and obviously, you know, our whole role about communication, working with other groups like 4-H and Ag in the Classroom, that's all part of it. But I guess probably some of the biggest changes, the things that we see coming are things that some of our stakeholders ask for is PST exemptions for the uh, rice growers up in the northern part of the province for their boats and equipment. That'll be now PST equipment uh, exempt. And also we heard from the produce uh, sector out in the irrigation districts about PST exempting on their storage buildings as well. So those are probably two of the, you know, the ones that we heard pretty uh, clear from our stakeholders. That was obviously a cost to them. So that's kind of where we're at. But we, we obviously uh, like the program. We, you know, we're kind of staying where we're at. We listened to our stakeholders quite intently over the last few years on any changes they wanted to see in the new program going forward. And there really wasn't a whole lot of things they wanted to change. Obviously, the biggest concern they had was the cost of everything going up, so they wanted to see some of the thresholds moved up. So 
We've done that, like on the Farm and Ranch Water Program. That program has raised, we've raised the threshold to that to 75,000 per application. Another thing we have done that they asked for is that we've allowed power as an expense. We have a cap on that, but I think the cap is around $20,000. So that will help a lot of the, uh, you know, the ag producers, whether it's livestock or for grains and oil seeds, whatever, if they're doing water programs for their operations, if it's agriculture related, it just uh, helps them uh, alleviate some of that cost. So that's kind of where we're at. I think most of our announcements we had done through crop insurance earlier in the year. Uh, this is just our, you know, our core funding going forward and our what we call sustainable uh, Canadian agriculture partnership with the federal government and uh, how that program will all unveil. We've just kind of gone through. We just signed our bilateral here uh, just uh, earlier this week. Uh, we made the announcement with the federal minister here in a facility here in Regina. So, uh, you know, we're anxious to get going with it and the team is ready and if anybody wants to know uh, what the programs are and uh, eligibility, it'll all be up on our website April 1st, and they can all uh, go and look, or they can reach reach out to our regional offices, which a lot of them do. So there's there's those two ba- main mechanisms that the producers here in the province of Saskatchewan can reach out to, to just see what's eligible, how they can apply, and when the money will start to roll out. How much will the PST exemptions cost the provincial government? It'll really depend, uh, you know, on everything. It'll depend on, you know, how many uh, boats and equipment the rice producers purchase and things like that, or how many produce sheds go up. Uh, you know, that uh, we're obviously seeing an increase in produce production in the Outlook uh, region. So hopefully this will help those farmers alleviate some pressure and some costs that way as well. The province also announced, and it would obviously be in the budget, the Revenue sharing with rural municipalities, a record, what, $298 million? I believe that's what it is, yes. And, you know, and that, that's all related to the PST from two years ago. So, we, you know, we saw an increase from last year. Last year it actually went down. So this year it's back up again. So uh, I think that's probably one of the best programs that I've ever seen in this country where uh, a provincial government transfers money to municipalities with no strings attached. They're allowed to, you know, they can do what they what they feel is right for their municipality to do with it. So it's, it's a good program, and uh, I know in my former career there was we were the envy of a lot of our colleagues across the country for a program like this. The budget also provides one million dollars to target invasive weed control on farm crownland pastures, and more than thirty-eight million dollars for farm research. That's Agriculture Minister David Merritt. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture today with Jim Spally on six twenty CKRM. There's positive farm reaction to the provincial budget. Western Canadian Wheat Growers Director Caitlin Kitsan of Theodore says the almost 20% increase in the funding for the Agriculture Ministry is welcome news. I think we're really happy to see a 19% increase, you know, from last year and then see the you know, compensation um, rise from 70 to 80 percent. So and then just the focus on international trade and, you know, continuing to share that Saskatchewan sustainable story across um, the world. And I think we saw that with the record exports in Mexico this last year. So you feel it's a positive budget for the farming community? Yeah, I think it's a good budget. Um, nothing, you know, too major drastic, but I don't think we were expecting, you know, any major um, announcements but I think the surplus that Saskatchewan, you know, showed as well as 
no increase or decrease in taxes, I think it's pretty good for us. When I talked with the Agriculture Minister, he said, of course, there's increased support for water development and improvements to crop insurance and municipal revenue sharing already announced. But he also said uh, two new small things, in in my opinion, Uh, PSD exemptions for storage buildings for vegetable producers in the Outlook Irrigation District and for boats used in wild rice harvesting in northern Saskatchewan. Care to comment on that? Yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, I'm a grain and cattle farmer in East Central Saskatchewan, so both of those, you know, don't affect me directly, but I think it makes a lot of sense for those farmers and those industries to have those exemptions. Okay, so in summary, your reaction to the provincial budget? I think it was really, we're quite happy with it. I think um, just to see, I, I'm, you know, I haven't had the chance to compare, but I don't know if any other, you know, ministry has got a 19% increase. So I think we're pretty happy with that. The agri-stability compensation rate will increase from 70 to 80 percent for this year to better support farmers in times of need. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. We have a new farm feature, AgriView, with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. A new Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada, or AAFC, report shows farmers remain concerned about federal emissions reduction targets and whether those targets remain voluntary. The What We Heard report released yesterday is the result of consultations between AAFC and the agricultural sector to gather feedback on how best to support farmers and producers to achieve a 30% reduction in fertilizer-related greenhouse gas emissions from agriculture by 2030, a stated federal goal since 2020. A large number of respondents questioned whether a fertilizer emissions reduction target was needed, a sentiment that was often coupled with concerns that a mandatory target might later be imposed. Farmers were also concerned that climate change policies might not take into consideration the economics of emission reductions and how that could affect their bottom line. They also wanted recognition for the role that Canadian farmers already play in promoting sustainability and reducing emissions, something in which many respondents felt pride. Supply and demand estimates for Canadian crops were largely left unchanged in agriculture and Agri-Food Canada's latest projections, with only the wheat numbers seeing small adjustments in the report released Tuesday. Canadian wheat exports for 2023-24 were left unchanged at 24 million metric tons, but domestic usage was lowered by 100,000 metric tons to 9.152 million. As a result, new crop Canadian wheat ending stocks were unchanged at 5.7 million metric tons. The government agency raised its average price forecast for canola during the current marketing year to $890 per metric ton from $880 per ton in February. The new crop canola price projection was left unchanged at $850 per metric ton. Pulse and special crop projections were all unchanged on the month. Statistics Canada's acreage estimates will be released at the end of April. After losing $62 per metric ton the week before, the May contract on the Ice Features canola market extended its losses for the week ended yesterday with little relief on the horizon. Winnipeg-based trader Jerry Clausen of Resilient Commodity Analysis 
says the massive sell-off is the result of farmers realizing there wouldn't be a rally in canola prices after previously holding off on selling. Another reason, according to Clausen, is exporters and end-users entering the market earlier than usual rather than in March and April. A projected record soybean crop in Brazil and a larger-than-expected canola carryout in western Canada are bringing down prices for the latter. Optimism over growing conditions in western Canada and a drop in fertilizer prices are putting more pressure on prices, according to Clausen. As summer approaches, Clausen anticipates canola prices to drop down to $600 per metric ton. As spring planting approaches, Peter Watt of the Canadian Malting Barley Technical Centre says there likely won't be a big shift in barley acres that will be planted in 2023. Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada, in its March 2023 report, pegged the amount of barley to go into the ground this year at around 7.4 million acres. That would make for a 5.2% increase over what was planted in 2022. While malt barley prices are rather steady at this time, Watt pointed to the volatility in commodity futures, noting the recent sharp drop in canola prices and the upticks in wheat. Over the last month, malt barley prices have remained steady for the most part, according to Prairie Ag Hotwire. Louis-Dreyfus Company, or LDC, could nearly double annual investments in the coming years as rising profits help it pursue expansion in its traditional crop trading and newer food ingredient activities. The group reported a jump in annual net profit to $1 billion, joining other global crop merchants in benefiting from high prices and strong demand in a year marked by Russia's invasion of fellow grain exporter Ukraine. CEO Michael Gelchi says LDC wants to accelerate capital expenditure, including on complementary acquisitions, to between $800 million and $1 billion annually during the rest of this decade. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moosejaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. The outlook for today, mainly sunny sky, wind south 20, gusting to 40. The high today, minus 1, the low, minus 17. Friday, increasing cloudiness, wind north 20, the high minus 3, the low, minus 11. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high minus 5, the low, minus 14. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high minus 6, the low, minus 25. Monday, sunny, the high minus 11, the low, minus 14. Tuesday, sunny, the high minus 4, the low minus 11. Wednesday, sunny, the high forecast, plus 1. The normal high for this date is plus 3. The normal low is minus 9. The sun rose at 6.55 this morning. It sets at 7.15 tonight. And currently around the province, kind of unusual to have the hot spot Maple Creek in the southwest corner at plus 7. The cold spot is... In the far southwest corner, Val Marie at minus 15. 
Esteban is minus 7, Saskatoon minus 3, Swift Current 0, Weyburn and Yorkton both minus 7, Regina, Sunny and minus 5, that's 23 Fahrenheit, winds are from the southeast at 18, humidity is 69%, the barometer dropping 101.4, Sunny and Moose Jaw 0, winds are from the southwest at 41, gusting to 54, once again Regina, Sunny and minus 5, that's 23 Fahrenheit. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada. Before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils, maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. SARM President Ray Orb describes yesterday's provincial budget as good news for rural Saskatchewan. Orb welcomes enhanced funding for rural health care. Well, we think it was a good budget, of course. You know, there, you know, the spending in most of the uh, departments, you know, the ministries have increased spending, especially we noted in health. And that was something, you know, we've been really focusing on lately. Uh, you know, even at our SARM convention just recently, we, we really focused in on uh, health care. So we're pleased that there's an increase of over 6%, and that's a huge budget for this province, just the health care budget alone. Um, obviously, we're, we're really pleased about the increased spending in agriculture. We see quite a significant increase in agriculture spending in this province, and that's because, well, it's the ongoing commitment, I guess. You know, the exports, you know, last year really, uh, really took quite a jump in this province uh, as far as agriculture is concerned. And now, you know, of course, we're seeing the, the high prices still, uh, record prices actually for some commodities. And crop insurance has captured that. With that, unfortunately, you know, goes some higher premiums, but uh, the overall budget for crop insurance has increased as well. And, you know, even the ASCAP, the Saskatchewan Canadian Agriculture Program that's been signed on to, uh, there's an increase there as well. And we're pleased about that because SARM had some responsibility uh, in administering some of those programs through the ASCAP. We know that you... Policing spending is up, and of course, seven million dollars more for the marshals program, and that's something you know we've been talking to Minister Tell about, and uh, we know now that the province, of course, is going ahead with that program, and we're hoping you know the new marshals program, uh, you know, they're going to have some duties, and we're hoping that helps the RCMP. It actually complements the RCMP. Uh, we would have liked to see some increased funding for RCMP. Unfortunately, we didn't see that, but the new Marshall program, I think, you know, increased spending like that is, is certainly going to help when, it's, uh, when it comes to be. How does it look for rural infrastructure, including broadband? Well, South Tail obviously has uh, had quite an increase to their budget, and so, you know, they're working on 5G, so that, you know, that gets out to rural people, and that has a lot to do with uh, cell phone coverage and also the data that goes with that. So that's, that's a good thing for rural Saskatchewan. Uh, we would have hoped, uh, you know, there'd be something more for fiber. You know, fiber uh, is something that's still preferred. However, you know, satellites are, are also uh, helping a lot to deliver rural broadband. But, but that south cell increase will be good for rural Saskatchewan as well. And the revenue sharing, of course, was announced earlier. And you're happy with that? 
Revenue sharing uh, increase, of course, that goes back to what uh, was happening to our provincial economy two years ago. So, um, you know, our economy is starting to rebound after the pandemic we went through. So the overall increase to the revenue sharing pool will be about 13%. And the RM share, the percentage will stay the same. The rural pool will stay the same. And so uh, we'll be awaiting the details of how that actually affects each RM. But, you know, that's a big help for rural municipalities and they use that money, you know, wisely. It's, uh, it's needed, you know, to keep infrastructure in repair. Uh, you know, to keep things moving in rural Saskatchewan, after all, that's where all of the agriculture commodities, mining, forestry in the north, it goes over the rural roads and the bridges. And, um, you know, we need, we need that kind of funding to keep us in operation. That's SARM President Ray Orb. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service, ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. Farm reaction is generally quite positive to yesterday's provincial budget. APAS Vice President Bill Probilski says increased funding for farm water projects is welcome news. Well, overall, from the ag perspective, I think we're please there's there's definitely been some uh, increased funding for some of the programs in ag um, in particular uh, you know for for water infrastructure for dams and irrigation you know very very critical for uh, the province going forward um, we're happy to see we're happy to see the the, the extra money going into the business risk management programs that, that were announced some recognition that the livestock industry is 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 in need of some support so the the freezing of the the crown grazing rate was uh, was good to see yeah just generally overall recognition of the importance of agriculture to the economy of the province so good good to see that bill probelski is the vice president of apas here's the market updates with jim smalley on 620 ckrm Market update brought to you by Freeze Tallman Lumber. Since 1956, Freeze Tallman has been your trusted building materials supplier for every type of project. Freeze Tallman in Regina and Fort Capel and Sask Pork. Grain prices at Viterra were showing upward movement in early trading. Canola rose 240 at 717.82. One red spring wheat gained 485 at 386.53. The rest unchanged. Durham 458.38. Feed barley 362.58. Chickpeas 1058.22. Flax 526.98. Lentils 768.50. Oats 215.32. Yellow peas 416.95. And feed wheat 289.56. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for May rose eight and a quarter cents at eight forty two a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the voice of Saskatchewan, six twenty CKRM. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock eight four two forty five seventy four. And now the latest livestock quotes. Good afternoon. This is Yorkton Harkland Livestock Mark Report for the week of March the 22nd. Another exciting sale day with this market being strong and active. Very good numbers here for this time of the year. 2480 in the short, 450 cows and bulls, a total of 2930 going to the ring. Cows and bulls selling steady with last week. 
D1, D2 cows, 122 to 136, sales to 147, 148, D3 cows, 112 to 122. Cows are averaging 125.50. From the Cupar area, 1,500-pound cows topped, it up, topped the market at 149. Good bulls, 136 to 146, sales to 160 to 163. Bulls are averaging 149. From the Wadena area, 1,900-pound bulls topped out at 171. On to the pre-cert. Selling steady to higher in spots. 425-pound black steers, 362. 500-pounders at 356. 575-pound tan steers at 361. 650-pound black steers, there was 127 in this group, topped out at 316. My favorite pen, 710-pound tan steers at 295. The same pen, there was 100 black steers weighing 710. They topped out at 292. 800-pound red black exotic steers, 276, 850s at 261, and 950-pound steers at 242. On the heifer side, 425-pound heifers, 316, 500-pound red black exotic heifers, 302, 575-pound heifers, 301, 650-pound heifers at 281. We had a package of 152 black heifers topped out at 272. 710s at 259, 800-pounders at 242, 850-pound heifers 238, and 950-pound heifers at 223. Highlight of the morning, 650-pound tan steers topped out at 337, and a replacement pen of heifers, red, black, exotic heifers weighing 740 pounds, topped out at 260. Some local bull sales in the area on Sunday, March the 26th at 130, the 19th annual Best of the Breeds Bull Sale, featuring black and red Angus bulls, Charley bulls, Semital bulls, Galvey bulls. Come early and get a seat. This sale will will be packed and always a barn burner. This It's this Sunday, March the 26th at 1.30 at Heartland, Yorkton. And also the Double C Red Angus Bull Sale on Tuesday, March the 28th at 1 o'clock at the farm near Foam Lake teaching red, black Angus bulls and some females for sale. The Patterson family, good people there. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. And today's Saskatchewan pork prices, one ninety six twenty five per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. The U.S. Federal Reserve extended its year-long fight against high inflation by raising its key interest rate a quarter point yesterday. The rise comes despite concerns that higher borrowing rates could worsen the turmoil that has gripped the banking system. However, the agency says the U.S. banking system is sound and resilient. At the same time, the Fed warned that the financial upheaval stemming from the collapse of two major banks is likely to result in tighter credit conditions and weigh on economic activity, hiring and inflation. The U.S. agency also signaled that it's likely nearing the end of its aggressive series of rate hikes. Members of the Bank of Canada's Governing Council didn't discuss whether they should raise interest rates in deliberations ahead of their decision to hold rates steady on March 8th. 
A summary on the Governing Council's deliberations shows members were encouraged to see the economy and inflation both slowing, supporting their decision to keep the bank's key interest rate at 4.5%. But it shows they remain concerned about the risk of inflation getting stuck above 2% and agreed that demand was still outstripping supply in the economy. They also concluded that growth in early 2023 may be a bit stronger than the bank had forecast. On the markets today, the TSX is up 64 points at 19,597. The Dow has risen 322 points to 32,352. Oil has dropped 29 cents at $70.61 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 73.20 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of the broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news, on your voice for everything ag, 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.